thank you for joining us, and welcome to another edition of the Wealth Guardians radio program. And for those of you who don't know, my name is Doug Ray, and I am a professional uh, independent uh, retirement planning and wealth transfer firm. We work with pre-retirees and retirees in all areas of retirement and estate planning, including wealth management, preservation, asset protection, tax reduction, wealth transfer, and distribution. We are fiduciaries, and we take our responsibility seriously. We have offices in the Ballantyne area of Charlotte and also in the triad in Clemens. And as always, I want to say a big thank you to our men and women who are serving in the armed forces. Thank you for your sacrifices and everything that you do for us. You know, the objective of this show is to educate and inform our listeners with up-to-date, relevant, important information in the pre-retirement, the retirement, and the estate planning arena. In fact, you know, each topic of, of our show is just an expansion of my practice. This allows us to get into much more detail and specifics and give listeners much more valuable information to help them. You know, from time to time, I'll bring in case studies to help educate you, my listener. So if you're interested in our our work, thank you. I invite you to go on our website, thewealthguardians.com. We have a lot of different articles there, and uh, a lot of it is uh, very informative about Social Security, retirement planning in general, and so forth. So again, welcome to the show this morning. I look forward to spending the next 30 minutes with you and giving you some solid financial information, hopefully will help you make a difference in your retirement and your estate planning. So we are in uncharted territory. Just a couple weeks ago, the Dow crossed 22,000 for the first time ever. And many market indexes are setting at all-time highs almost daily now. So, so, Concerns about, is it going to last? Is it going to continue? Uh, how much longer can it possibly go? Is it going to go to 15000 Is it going to go to 30000 Well, we are witnessing a tremendous nine-month rally on Wall Street. The S&P 500, the NASDAQ, the Dow, they're all setting all-time peaks. In fact, like I said a moment ago, the Dow crossed 22000 a couple weeks ago, a place it's never been before. It's uncharted territory for investors, including your 401ks and other accounts. Now, look, this certainly is quite a shock to many, especially after the election of Donald Trump. And that, you know, with a Trump win, that was supposed to make markets turn sharply south. In fact, you know, many uh, experts and news outlets predicted an absolute crash if Trump won the presidency. In fact, it looked that way. That was exactly what was happening on election night when President Trump started winning. When he started winning some key states, you know, the market actually went down. I mean, it was by 10 o'clock, it was down, I think maybe 800 Dow points. But then it just unbelievably started to turn around. The futures market started to, to recover, and in fact, by the opening bell the next morning, it had completely recovered and opened in positive territory, and the Dow finished that day up over 250 points, and that was just the start of this unbelievable run. 
Since then, the Dow is up 4,000 points. Practically 5,000 if you want to count how far the Dow was down on election night. That's just extraordinary, folks. Decades can go by without seeing a move like this. Even though there's a lot going on in the world right now besides the market, this is a really difficult thing to ignore. Now, as great as this rally has been, this kind of rally does cause many questions and many concerns. First, what the heck's causing the rally in the first place and why? And next, why isn't everyone happy about this and why is there so much concern? And finally, and maybe most importantly, this market run cannot last forever. Please understand that. I see so much complacency out there. It will come to an end at some point. So how do you participate in it without the fear of taking a big hit when the overdue market correction finally comes? Well, if you just joined us, you're listening to the Wealth Guardians radio program. My name is Doug Ray, and and we're talking about uncharted territory. So when it comes to your money, these are very, very important questions that you need to answer. So that's why we're going to try and do that today. Answer these questions for you to help you take advantage of this current market, but also, and more importantly, to protect you when it ends and the market suffers its next major correction. So if these are some concerns you have, I invite you to give us a call. Let's just have a chat, you know, sit down over a cup of coffee or ice water or whatever and talk about your situation and how to take advantage of this market move, try to identify areas where it will show up that the change is taking place and the next correction has started to to happen, and how, more importantly, you can safeguard your gains that you've made from this Trump bump, as they call it. So give me a call at 336-391-3409. All right, let's start with question number one. What is causing this rally and why? You know, I, I think there's a few things that are contributing to this rally. The, the first thing is company earnings. If you've been watching those, um the earnings season, as Wall Street measure them, quite frankly, has been terrific. Um, about 85% of these companies have reported so far, and about 75% of those companies have beaten their estimates. And this is the second quarter in a row of double-digit earnings growth and, and, and after earnings recessions in 2015 and 2016. So what caused that? Well, I think it's a combination of, of many things, really. But mainly the feeling that regulation's not going to become stricter on business, that taxes will at least not be going up in the short term, and obviously the presidential administration wants to lower taxes this year or the beginning of next year and wants to lessen regulations for business. So business confidence has picked up, and I think that's contributing to to the earnings. So, yeah, part of this is from the so-called Trump bump as business have more confidence now that regulations uh, and regulations and looking forward to to tax reform. And that dovetails right into the next great question. Are we going to have tax cuts, tax reform? You know, personally, um, I think tax cuts are probably going to be a whole lot easier for the administration to accomplish. Tax reform, uh, on the other hand, is way more involved. 
you know, any economist will tell you that things are not permanent uh, more than they are temporary. You know, the tax cuts in 2003 were pretty small, but they had a very meaningful effect on on the market and the economic growth going into 2004. So a tax cut, I think, would have meaningful effect in the short term, but not as effective, obviously, as tax reform would. There's no question that permanent tax reform would be much more meaningful, but it's very hard, very hard to do tax reform. You know, there's three and a half million words in our tax code, three and a half million. I mean, our tax code is is literally, you could put two Bibles, the Old and the New Testament, side by side, and it wouldn't be as big as our tax code. So, you know, the last time we had meaningful tax reform was 1986. Folks, that's over 30 years ago. It's just very difficult to get it passed. So I think some temporary tax cuts are much more likely as this administration needs to get something done, and it would be a whole lot easier than overall tax reform. So as as we've said many times on this show in the past, with countries, our countries in such overall debt and spending issues, it'd be nearly impossible for taxes to not go up substantially in the future. So we work with our clients very closely each year to get more tax efficient, and any taxes would be an opportunity for us to help our clients uh, make some smart, proactive, strategic moves and to try to take advantage of our lower taxes and get more tax efficient and protect and shield them from higher taxes in the future. We're just off of a really successful taxes and retirement workshop we did uh, last week. Uh, probably all told we had over a hundred folks, uh, in that session and they learned a lot about, um, how taxes and retirement actually can go up, believe it or not, as opposed to when you were working. Doesn't make sense. Logically, you would assume that when you retire, you're not making as much money. Taxes should go down. Well, it's a nasty little thing that happens when your Social Security gets drug into the tax code, and uh, we'd be glad to show you uh, strategies and and plans and so forth uh, that we use for our clients to help avoid or minimize uh, that Social Security tax torpedo, as I like to call it. So if you're interested in in sitting down and having a chat about that and and doing an overall retirement plan that – you know, combines tax strategies with Social Security optimization, uh, tax-efficient withdrawal uh, systems, Roth conversions, then uh, give us a call. Number is 336-391-3409. That's 336-391-3409. You know, we're coming up on the end of this segment, and I'm going to get more into um, – this crazy market and, and so forth in the next segment and, and, and what to expect out of it and some things I want you to uh, look out for. You know, right now people think that uh, the market's well overdue for a correction, and I agree it is. But there's a an interesting theory out there, and, I, and I'm starting to think that this actually might happen, that we're going to have a huge market melt up before we have the next major correction. It's not unprecedented. It happened as recently as 2000. Remember what happened to the NASDAQ? The NASDAQ had a massive melt-up. It gained well over 100% from 1998 into 2000. And then it crashed, and it crashed bad. 
it was down over 90%. Could that happen to the Dow and the S&P, the blue chips, the dividend payers? It's happened before. It's not unprecedented, and it can certainly happen again. All right, stay tuned for our next segment of the Wealth Guardians radio program. We'll be right back with more. Hey, welcome back into the Wealth Guardians Radio Show. My name's Doug Ray, and today we've been talking about this uh, incredible uncharted territory of where this market is at Dow 22,000 and, and plus. Um, in the first segment, we co- covered a couple reasons why I believe it's it's gone to 22,000 plus. Uh, we talked about uh, you know companies are are looking forward to some tax cuts, tax reform, even. Um, and then uh, we also talked about earnings. Earnings have had two quarters back-to-back where uh, they have done substantially better than estimates and substantially better than what uh, the previous years have uh, logged in. So uh, we've got earnings. We've got the uh, potential for tax cuts and reform. Let's talk about a third reason why this market's where it is. <clears throat> so um uh, one of the reasons is obviously low interest rates, but also it's the weakened dollar. And you might think, well, why in the world is a weak dollar helping our stock market? I mean, that's it's an unusual trend in bull markets, but it has helped boost earnings on big corporations because American goods have become cheaper to overseas customers. And sales to those customers have greater value when they're converted back into U.S. currency. July actually was the fifth consecutive month of dollar declines. And also, by the way, that's why when you go fill up your car at the gas pump, the price is higher now than it was just a couple months ago. It's because when the dollar goes down, oil prices tend to go up. So a, a combination of low interest rates, weakened dollar, less regulation, potential tax cuts have prompted profits, and especially big companies like Apple, McDonald's, Boeing, which are absolutely leading the way. So I hope you've really enjoyed the the rally, the especially the rally from 2009, more in particular the, the Trump bump, as we like to call it. Unfortunately, there's a lot of Americans out there who are not invested in the market at all. You know, according to the Federal Reserve, nearly half of America has no money invested in the stock market. And I, I think that's tragic because um, – I think, you know, two major market crashes back in 2000 to 2003 and then 2008 and 9 more recently, I think people just um just got scared. They just did not have proper risk management uh in place back in those years and they lost a ton of money and that scared them out of the market and they've never returned. They're still sitting on the sidelines. Stock ownership in 2008 was over 62%. But even with the Trump bump going on, it's only 54% of Americans are now invested, according to a recent Gallup poll. And that's a shame uh, because many people just don't realize that with proper risk management system in place, you can participate in these markets without the worry of a large loss. There are systems, and I've told you this before on this show, there are plenty of strategies and systems in place that will limit your downside. And these types of investment plans need to be publicized more because it can help the overall economy. 
you know, the old way of doing things, buy and hold, you know, you got to be in the market to make money. You know, if you are with a Wall Street advisor who tells you that, then I suggest, may I suggest that you seek out other advice because the old way of Wall Street, buy and hold, is let you go up and let you go down. And that's okay if you're 20 and 30 and even maybe 40 and you're still putting money in the market. But if you're a pre-retiree, you know, or retired for that matter, and I see this all the time, um, people coming in who are 60, 65, even 70 with 70% of their money invested in what they think is safe, big, blue-chip, dividend-paying stocks. Well, let me tell you something. Those big, safe, blue-chip, dividend-paying stocks, they cut their dividends in bad times, and their stock price gets cut in half or more. It happened. It'll happen again. You know, just because Wall Street's doing well, that doesn't mean Main Street is. Rising stock prices don't always translate into higher economic growth because, again, many Americans just aren't participating in that growth. So to help make this and future stock markets run more effective for the economy, people need to be more comfortable about investing their money in the market and help promote economic growth. And it's not going to happen unless there's more education out there about how to invest properly. You know, we spend a lot of time in our practice trying to educate you, the public. We hold workshops all the time, workshops on Social Security, workshops on taxes, workshops on investing, workshops on technical analysis. But you've got to wrap your mind around the fact that you have to be a participant too. You can't just sit back and do nothing, especially if you're approaching what we call that retirement red zone, that, you know, 10 years before and 10 years after you retire. Those are critical years, and if you make a mistake in that 20-year phase of your life, well, it could have a leveraged impact negatively on, on the later years of your retirement. So get educated. Uh, understand what's going on out there. Understand what you own. Understand the fees that you're paying. Understand the risk that you're taking. That's the biggest thing I see. People do not understand the risk-reward relationship that their investment has. You know, right now we've been in, I mean, the market's been going up since 2009. And people are sitting back looking at their accounts. They're happy. They're they're making money again. You know, they think that everything's hunky-dory. But they don't really understand the risk versus the reward. Now, let me throw this on the table. Have you actually measured your portfolio's performance against a yardstick like the S&P 500? Do you really understand the risk that your portfolio is taking? What would happen if we had another 2008? How would your portfolio react to that? Do you want to find out? Do you want to understand? We'll do that analysis for you. It'll be free. I won't charge you anything. Just call us at 336-391-3409. I'll bet you 
right now you have more risk than you absolutely believe or understand you do. I find most people are that way. It's, it's amazing. You know, when a new potential client comes to me, we sit down and we, we have a chat about what they want to do, their goals, you know, their objectives and things like that. And, and I try to probe for their risk tolerance and everybody tells me they're conservative. They don't want to lose money. What I have found interesting in the last year, maybe the last two years, I ask this question. What do you think is a reasonable rate of return for your money? After the 2008 crash, people were saying 3 4%. It's been inching up, 4 or 5%. But in the last year, year and a half, I'm getting 8 to 10 I even had somebody say 12% the other day. And then at the same time, one of the next questions I said, okay, um, then – on a scale of 1 to 10, with 1 being the most conservative investor you've ever met and 10 being a real risk taker, where are you on that scale? And they'll tell me 2, 3, 4. Okay, I'm thinking to myself, then you're telling me 12% is a reasonable rate of return. Then the next question I'll ask is this. All right, think of your total portfolio as a big old apple pie. How much of that apple pie are you willing to lose? And they'll sit back and they'll stammer and they'll say, oh, I, I never thought about, about it that way. Well, I don't really lose anything, maybe 10%. All right, how is that jiving with your belief that 12% is a reasonable rate of return? Do you know the S&P 500 over its history has an average anywhere near 12%? Do you know most mutual funds and money managers don't come close to beating the S&P 500? They simply don't. So if your portfolio isn't at least keeping pace with the S&P 500, what risk are you taking to underperform the S&P 500? Wouldn't you rather have a portfolio that is structured in such a way that you're taking less risk but maybe making a rate of return that beats inflation? I can show you how to structure that portfolio. It's not hard. I can show you how to structure a portfolio that – your risk money has an exit strategy when things turn south again, and they will. Trust me on that, folks. They, The market doesn't go up forever. It will turn south again. But you can structure a portfolio that's designed in such a way that you'll avoid the big crash. You know, if you're down 3 4 5 6%, you can recover from that. If you're retired and you're down 30, 40%, you're not going to recover ever. In fact, you're probably going to run out of money before you run out of life. So don't sit back and, and, and let your advisor say, well, you, you know, you just ride the market. You got to be in the market. You know, the market's always going to come back. You know, the market may always come back. That's true. But will it come back in your lifetime? Remember this. When the 29 crash happened, it took 25 years before the Dow got back to its high in 1929. That's right. It was 1954 before it got back to its 1929 high. Can that happen again? Don't say it can't. Don't ever say it can't happen again. It probably will at some point. Is it going to happen now? I don't know. I really don't know. 
I'm beginning to think that maybe some people are correct when they say we're going to have a big market melt up before we have a market downturn. And that, and they're saying that simply because there's so much money sitting on the sidelines that the human uh, emotion of greed will eventually take over and people are going to see this market continue to go up and they'll put money in it and they'll put money in it and they'll put money in it, much like they did in 2000 with, with the dot com. And you know what happened with the dot com? It crashed and it crashed big time. Anytime you have a market or a stock that goes, uh, hyper like that, it always crashes afterwards. It doesn't stay up there. So the point I'm trying to make is this. Yes, enjoy the ride. We've been in a nice ride. I think there's more ride to come, but let's do it tactically. Let's do it strategically. Let's do it safe. I want you to give me a call at 336-391-3409. And let's talk about your situation. All right, one quick thing. Going forward. Once a month, the show's going to take a different direction. I'm going to read your email. So I want you to email me your questions, your concerns, your comments. Email me at Doug at TheWealthGuardians.com. And the first show of every month going forward, we're going to sit down. We're going to take a look at these emails and answer your questions. I guarantee you, if you've got a question in your mind, somebody else has the same question. So call or email me or call me. You can call me too. But it's Doug at TheWealthGuardians.com. We'll see you next week right here on The Wealth Guardian Show.